This is Gina Velez, and you are listening to the Lean Into Love podcast, episode number three. Hi, everyone. I hope this episode finds you well. I have some exciting news. I'm in grad school. I am officially getting my master's in marriage and family therapy, and it's been so amazing. I'm really loving it. I really can see how everything that I've done in my life, which is, you know, the performing, the teaching, the yoga, the mindfulness, all of my failures and losses, all of my wins, even my Tourette's, it's all been leading me here. It took me a while to realize it. And once I finally did, it was a full body yes, which is always my sign that that is the right decision for myself. I'm just really grateful. So I'm no longer teaching and it was bittersweet to have to make that decision to say goodbye. But um, as I'm going to school full time, it was also time. So now I traded being at the front of the classroom for being a student again. And it's just, it's ironic, but also it all feels so right. So I'm not going to say where I'm going to school just for safety purposes, but the school that I'm going to has everything that I've been looking for in terms of accreditations and placement opportunities. I just know that this degree is only going to support me in the work that I'm already doing. That's why I chose this specific career path or degree, which will lead to a career path. I know that Getting a coaching certification would have been significantly faster and cheaper than going to grad school, but the reason why I'm choosing to become a licensed marriage and family therapist is because of the education and the mentorship, the connections, the support, the receiving of knowledge from experts in their field. That was really important to me. And I I could go on about other reasons why I chose to go into this, um, to, to pursue this degree, but really it just aligns perfectly with my mission for my coaching business, which is to be of service by helping others improve their relationship to themselves and consequently others. I will still be offering my coaching services though, so don't worry. (laughs) If you're interested in working with me and want to learn how to love yourself more fully or just be more compassionate with yourself and the world around you, let's talk. I have the tools for my own experiences of transforming my own self-loathing into self-love, and now I'll have even more knowledge and resources to share with you as I walk this path of grad school. I'll leave my info in the show notes. So um, also make sure you're following me on social media at the Yojina. Again, we'll leave that in the show notes. Okay, back to the reason for this specific episode. In my last episode, I mentioned and gave a brief explanation of internal family systems, the model of therapy that I practice with my own therapist and why it's been so impactful for me. It's really been life-changing. I think as an actor, getting to personify my parts and give them personalities, understanding their objectives, obstacles, actions, or tactics. My acting students will get those vocabulary references and are probably rolling their eyes right now at me. 
Um, but just recognizing their relationships, not only with me, but with one another just makes sense to my brain. Plus it's just fun to do quote unquote the work in this way because never has therapy ever been so fun and the homework been so enjoyable. I can guarantee that I will become an IFS therapist once I have graduated and I will be going through their trainings. And yeah, that's just really something I look forward to doing. I wanted to give a more in-depth look at it because I will probably be referring to these parts of myself. And when I do, it'll just make more sense for you. You won't be freaked out thinking, what's this girl talking about? And why does she keep referring to herself as we? Now you will know why. Okay, so here's the model history. Internal family systems therapy, also known as IFS, is an evidence-based form of psychotherapy that looks at each person as an intricate system of multiple subpersonalities or families within each person's mind. These wounded inner parts are called exiles and protectors. The protectors are broken down into two main categories, managers and firefighters. They are all led, the exiles managers and firefighters, they're all led by a central core, capital S, self. Self, with the capital S, is the unbreakable part of everyone, always knowing how to mend and make things better. To me, that's the godlike consciousness part uh, or the unconditional love within us all. Just like the way family members each have their own roles and relate uniquely to one another, these inner parts do the same. Sometimes they get pushed into intense positions trying to control and protect us, hence their names, from pain. When we are able to heal the relationships that we have with these parts and their relationships to one another, the system in which this family lives becomes harmonious and peaceful. We are then able, we're, we're then able to be led by self, which we call self-leadership. It's really beautiful. So here's a breakdown of each category. Exiles. Exiles are like those keepers of past feelings, the ones that clutch onto old wounds or fears, and even those moments of embarrassment. They lug around all of those tough emotions and memories from way back when. They remind me of a small, scared child. That's the image I get when I think of my exiles. Then we have managers, and managers are like the guardians of our inner world. They help us handle situations and emotions as we go about our daily routines. Managers try to keep exiles out of the spotlight, tucked away in the shadows of our consciousness, all to avoid getting overwhelmed and hurt. They're like superheroes who are working way too hard and over time and often in the wrong ways. That's kind of a, a good image for you to keep in mind for managers. Then we have firefighters and firefighters are the emergency responders who jump into action when those exiles start flooding us with intense, painful, or even scary emotions and or when the managers lose control. 
These responders go to great lengths to put out these emotional fires using tactics like seeking comfort in substances or going on eating binges. Burn the house down, I always say. Anything to douse those overwhelming emotions and sensations. Um, So here's an example. Someone was shamed as a child. Shame becomes an exile. A manager called people pleaser steps in to protect shame so their person never has to feel shame again. So if I am pleasing to others and if I make others happy, then I'll never have to feel the shame of um, walking my own path again. But if they do feel the shame really intensely again and people pleasing doesn't stop the pain, a firefighter called numbing in the way of alcohol abuse can develop in an effort to protect their person. So it's like I need to numb so that I can't feel the shame and um, I can forget that people-pleasing is a coping mechanism for that exile. It's all very Disney's Inside Out. Again, I know I mentioned this in a previous episode, so if you haven't watched this, please do yourself a favor and watch it. Not only is it a brilliant children's movie, but it's also a brilliant way to describe the inner workings of our mind and how I and the rest of the IFS world sees it. Self, which is the capital S self, that's the um, part of ourselves that is unbreakable. That is the soft whispering voice. Self speaks very quietly. That's why Uh, We have to get into meditation oftentimes to be able to hear self and what self has to say. Self is love. That is is the epitome of self. Um, These are the eight qualities of self. They call them the eight C's. And it's just a great way to check in and say like, hmm, is this decision coming from self-leadership or is this decision coming from one one of my parts, which is usually steeped in fear? Um, Okay, the eight C's, confidence, calmness, creativity, clarity, curiosity, courage, compassion, connectedness. Then they also, and they, meaning Richard Schwartz, the founder of IFS and his colleagues, also added the five P's, presence, patience, perspective, persistence, and playfulness. All right, I have a confession to make. I talk to myself out loud and often. (laughs) I, meaning capital S self, talk to my parts and have full-on conversations with them. And it often sounds like I'm having a chat with my bestie, except it's just me. But, you know, the more I do it, the more natural it gets and the better I feel. How did I even solve my problems before? I just don't know. Talking out loud to myself helps me process my emotions and thoughts. Effectively getting to the root of a feeling or emotion, a problem or question. Because I've cultivated these relationships with my parts, I talk to them as the most loving, understanding, non-judgmental parent would with their child. I always think, WWJD, how can I show up for myself in that way? Now, if we want to get really meta, 
Us treating ourselves lovingly is treating God or source or the divine lovingly. Because if God exists within all of us, then we are treating God well. We are treating us well. And it's this whole big feedback loop of choosing love, of leaning in to love. It's this thought makes my brain hurt and at the same time brings me a lot of relief knowing that my only job in this life is to treat me well, is to choose love. It's easier said than done sometimes, but the more I practice, as with anything, the better I get at it. Anyways, that's the episode. A look at my internal world. Hopefully this gives you some insight as to why I will be utilizing this vocabulary in coming episodes. I don't always, but it is helpful for me a lot of the time. So if you're interested in learning more about IFS therapy, I've linked it below, and I also linked the database of IFS therapists and practitioners who you can work with if this interests you. It's where I found mine, and they've been fantastic. All right, I hope you have a beautiful day. Until next time, be compassionate with yourself, and remember to lean into love. Bye!